What's going on? It's Tampa Mystic out here at ATL, the Hype 87.3. What's going on with you, fam? What up, what up? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I just dropped an album. I feel on top of the world. <laughs> That's what it's all about, is pursuing your passion and walking your purpose. And that sounds like exactly what you're doing. Yep. So, well, listen, go ahead and give us that official introduction. We already got a lot of people tuned in, chimed in through the app and on the website. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Willie Gonza, and I am from Hudson County, New Jersey. Shout out to Willie Gonza. Boom. Industries. We live. Industries most wanted. Thank you again for taking the time with us tonight. You know, we got a lot to talk about, including this new album that you dropped. But before we get into that, I really want people to understand your journey, how you got to the point of dropping this new album. So take us back, you know, to your childhood. Was music always a passion for you? Um, when I was 18 years old, this is back in uh, 2010. I've been doing this for about 13 years now. Um, as a kid, I was always a very creative child. You know, I never just played with toys. I would paint them and um, I would make my own like, you know, villages out of clay and stuff. I've always been creative, um, but I really didn't pursue music until uh, my teen years. Okay, that's dope, though. I love hearing people's journey. Everybody has a similar story on how they started music, but then again, it could be quite different. So it's important that people understand because they have to understand your journey, respect your journey to how you got to where you're at now. So was sports ever an interest for you? Sports, no, ironically, because I'm like six feet. And <laughs> I just never, you know. I got like two left feet. I don't know. Just not athletic. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Understood. It's definitely not for everybody. Um, what was it like in your city growing up? Um, definitely a unique experience. Hudson County has a lot of characters. Um, there's a lot of beautiful things about it. There's, a, there's you know, a lot of ugly things as well. Um, crime, you know, poverty. But um, there was a lot of adventures, you know, that I probably would not have experienced living anywhere else. So I am extremely uh, grateful for the experience and the way that I grew up. Um, you know, we were kids just wilding out, like having fun at these basement parties and stuff. And, you know, we were outside at a young age. So we've seen a lot. We learned a lot. Absolutely. Would you change anything about growing up there? Uh, the parking situation. Other than that, no. <laughs> yeah, them parking situations be something else. It's like that out here in Atlanta, yeah. boy. Like, good luck trying to find somewhere to park. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of street parking and people getting booted and towed. And... Oh, man. How, how do we combat this, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I guess. Having our cars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you said you were in your teenage years when music really started becoming a passion for you um was it anybody in particular that you were around or maybe some artists that you were listening to that kind of piqued your interest yes yeah, so actually when i was 12 i had a media arts teacher and uh shout out mrs james um her son peter james i never got to meet him but he passed away at a young age due to a uh, drug driving accident. Mm. But he was the first um, underground artist I heard of. You know, I never, um, I never thought that you could like, you know, 
being a kid. I never thought that like you could become famous. I thought you were like born famous. You know, <laughs> it's weird, but yeah, that's how I felt. So I heard of him, and she used to always talk about um, him. She would play um, her, his music in the class, and she would also he wrote uh, she got his rhymes and created poetry books, and. Um, basically she would read them out to the class so that inspired me you know that put the idea in my head that's yeah. seed for sure and um i started writing as a kid and then in the back of the notebook in school the notebook fell um a classmate picked it up read it and um they all started cracking on me and i was you know super upset you know being a kid yeah and then i didn't really just uh didn't try to do it again until high school where i was like you know what screw everybody i'm gonna do this I got made fun of again, and then um, I just, at that point, I was like, man, you know what? Like, I want to shut everybody up. I don't want to, like, go down like this. I'm going to get better at this, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to shut everybody up, and I have. <laughs> I know that's right, and the ones that are probably talking junk back then, now slick, maybe a fan from afar, they ain't going to say nothing, but, you know, like you said, yeah, you, <laughs> exactly. you got to shut these people up sometimes, you know, because we know how kids are. They're cruel. They're immature. They don't know no better. So that's all they know how to do. A lot of them is just pick on other people because they really have insecurities within themselves. And it's slick. Exactly. It's Very no true. different as an adult. There's a lot of adults who do that, too. They they shame people and they talk about people. It's because they have own, their own insecurity, and that's how they make themselves feel better. So Yeah, they don't, they don't know how to bring you down, so they try to, like, you know, they can't climb up to your level, so they try to bring you down to theirs. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you did not allow that to stop you from doing what you love and, and pursuing your passion. <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. That's right. Absolutely. So let's talk about your process when you first got into actually recording music. Were you recording in a professional studio or did you have a setup at the house? How did that come uh, together? So actually, uh, my friend... Um, he, I told him I was interested in writing, you know, and rapping, but I didn't know where to get started. I didn't know how to record or nothing like that. Um, he had a MacBook and he had Turtle Beach headsets that he used for playing video games. It has like <laughs> playback built into it. Yeah. And he plugged it into the laptop and he goes, man, like this is GarageBand. Uh, I could get the instrumental off YouTube. We could just upload it and you could rap. And the first beat I ever went on was Ransom by Lil Wayne. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I even have that anymore, but that, uh, that was my first time ever, uh, recording a rap and it was, it was dope. And then from there, um, I went from um, jumping into like bedroom studios. From there, I got into actual studios. I actually recorded my first project in a dorm room in NYU against the odds. That was like 2011. <clears throat> and um, from there, I've just been, you know, jumping from studio to studio until I got into a position where I was able to get a home set up. And uh, that's what I do now. I think that's amazing. I think it's so important as an artist that you have to have a creative space. And if you're able to learn how to record yourself, even if you send it out for mixing and mastering, at least yes. at minimal have a setup in your house. Because if you wake up one day with something heavy on your heart, you want to be able to walk right into your studio and put it out. Not exactly. have to work. These days, you know. Yeah. Uh Thanks to technology, like you could just have a simple 
laptop, mic, and interface setup. You don't really need much. Have some speakers for playback. And like you said, send it up to Mix and Master. 100%. A lot of these artists, you know, big artists like Travis Scott, I'll use as an example because I watched his documentary. When they're on tour, they have a little setup that they bring with them in a hotel room and they're in there recording and doing their thing. It's like if you know how to actually record yourself and you have a great engineer, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The big studios are nice, but a lot of times it's just for show. Really, <laughs> it doesn't mean that yeah, you're going to you get can, a better sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hundred percent agree. And I, I've lucked out that uh, my producer that I work close with, uh, Dizzy Rambunctious, he's actually my blood brother, and we're roommates, so we uh, work a lot. We work closely together, you know. And it's kind of like I, like you said, you know, I have something wing heavy on me i want to let it out yeah. and i'm up and be like yo like just just get this down real quick like just record it because while it's fresh you know because when you feel it right now you might not be able to like record it the same way a few days later because you're not feeling the same way you're feeling you 100 percent. you got to capture that in the moment and i've never i've always had an issue where if i walk into the studio um i take some time to you know to write or record i would hate to be you know burning money just like four hours in the studio recording a song and then not even liking the song or rushing through it because I'm timed, you know? Yes, absolutely. And that's what that's happens. That's my personal preference. I know? agree. I absolutely agree because when, you, when you're on someone else's watch and you're on their, their time and their clock, you do kind of feel rushed a little bit, you know? And I think as a creator, you don't ever want to rush that process, ever. Nope. That has to come naturally. Creativity just flows, you know? It's like, you can't force it. That's right. Absolutely. You understood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> so for people who have not had the opportunity to hear your music, which we will be checking out one of your songs tonight, describe your style. So I would say it's, um, it's definitely gritty. I like to kind of emulate my environment growing up. So like Hudson County is gritty. Um, it's Spanish. It's loud. So that's pretty much what I've been capturing in the music. I've been trying to, you know, I have like this old school, late 90s, early 2000s style. That's what I grew up on. Um, so that's what this last uh, album is pretty much the sound is based on. Um, that's Café Con Beats. And it's just, that's kind of always been my style. It's just evolved every album. It gets a little bit more, you know, polished and definitely a lot more creative than, you know, the earlier stuff. I'm, a, I'm really proud of the work. Absolutely. And you actually kind of answered what one of my next questions was going to be before we talk about the album was how has your sound evolved over the years? So it sounds like if they go back and listen to some of the original music, and then they listen to this most recent album, it's going to speak for itself. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you listen to the early stuff, it's like me crawling, you hear the, the <laughs> stuff in the middle, it's me walking, and now you see me just running, soon to be sprinting. I love it. I love it. And we have a lot more to talk about. But while we're on the, the topic of this album, let's go ahead and talk about it because we have a lot of people tuned in. So I want to make sure that the listeners, whether they be your supporters or just supporters of the radio station have the opportunity to check it out. What is the title of the album? The album is titled Café Con Beats. 
So let's talk in depth about it. First of all, what does that title mean to you? So the reason uh, we called it Cafe Con Beats is because it was based on morning sessions. Mm. Um, a friend of mine, Babylon John, uh, we did not speak for like six or five or six years. Not of uh, any beef or nothing like that. Just like life, you know, yeah. in different directions. And um, he was a rapper. Uh, he still is. But he was just rapping the last time we spoke. And then as time went on, he picked up production. And uh, one day we were just chopping it up in the DMs. And he's like, man, I got to show you these beats. And I was like, yeah, man, you know, come through. We'll see. I want to hear it. And I want to show you some new stuff as well. So we're sitting down, we're sharing music. And all of a sudden he just, you know, starts making a beat right then and there. And... I hopped on it and we had one track and then another track and then like, you know, it just kept, and then we're like, wait, you know, we have something here. Why don't we just do like a tape together yeah. since we're, you know, capturing this sound because it's exactly the sound that I wanted and he brought it to life. And also uh, we were smoking and we were drinking espresso. I was going to say, were you drinking cafe con leche? Hell yeah. Uh, a little too much, actually. I don't think we blinked for like the five hours we were working on the first record. <laughs> wired. Um, yeah, wired. Um, so, you know, we like our coffee strong. I'm, I'm Cuban. He's Colombian. But um, we uh, themed the whole album off of like um, growing up Cuban in Hudson County, basically, is what the album is based on. And we had the morning sessions. So we called it Café con Beats because that's what we were doing, drinking coffee and, you know, making beats, jumping on beats. And, you know, we wanted to keep it short and sweet. Uh, it's a 15-minute long album. Um, I don't believe in long albums. I don't have the intention span for it, so I don't expect nobody else to. <laughs> so I like to keep my stuff uh, short and sweet. But every single record on there, you know, packs a punch. Um, my favorite one is La Cafetera. I, I think that is so dope because it's so unique and it really has a true meaning behind it. A lot of times artists just pull names out the air and be like, oh, that sounds cool, but it doesn't really have any significance or meaning. This actually has meaning behind it. And the album cover is super dope. You guys are sitting there, you know, in your in in like a cafe, perhaps drinking your cafe con leche, you know, like it really has mm -hmm true meaning behind it Thank you. and i like the fact that you said you wrapped it up and summed it up in about 15 minutes because as you said including myself and a lot of other people out there we have a short attention span <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's like you want to give people just enough to really grab their attention they can listen to it and they're going to want to come yeah. back and listen to it again because it's not no 50 minute album not 20 five songs like that's ridiculous we're not in that era <laughs> third astro world like fully right <laughs> i listen to the hit and then i'm like man i don't have time for this like i don't know like yeah i like to i like to drive and listen to music like that's really like me too my fair way of digesting music and man i just want to like you know go off the side of the road after so many songs i'm like this is the same like i don't know it's just 22 tracks some of them are just fillers like they put them in there just to fill the the, the gaps but to me i'd rather you put out eight like bangers i agree than putting out eight bangers with 
12 other whatever records. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I'm not talking about Astro Roll fully because I, I haven't listened to it fully, but that's just my... You know. No, you're absolutely right because every song that you record doesn't have to make it out there. It doesn't have to. And I think a lot yeah. of artists feel like that every single song that they record has to make it out there. And it don't. It doesn't have to be on the album, nor does it even have to be released as a single. Like, it could be a song that maybe you just had to get something off your chest, but it's personal for you. It's not intended for the world to hear. Exactly. That is dope. Exactly. So I know you have a lot of people that are supporting you. What are some of the things yeah. that you're doing to make sure that you're really staying tapped in and engaged with your audience? I mean... I just like to uh, connect with the audience as far as, you know, releasing content. I like to release funny content. I like to release the music. Um, you know, I answer DMs, comments. I, I, I like to talk to people. Yeah. Um, the beauty of social media is that you could stay in touch without having to, you know, like the amount of people I talk to a day, I would have to plan multiple days throughout the week if I had to actually personally meet with them. Yes. You know, so I love that we can keep in touch and... You know, so effortlessly, like, just text back and forth or whatever the case may be. And I can tell them, hey, you know, I'm dropping this album then. Or they'll tell me, like, hey, man, I heard this or I saw that. That was funny. Or, hey, um, I heard this record. It was dope. Or, like, I listened back to this. You know, that's, that's pretty much how I stay connected with them. Absolutely. Social media is beautiful. Like, imagine being an artist pre-social media. Like, <laughs> I couldn't imagine. It's different. It's different. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't imagine being an artists pre like pro tools like that yeah wild like sitting there just recording tape after tape after tape after tape like the amounts of money that's spent on tapes and like absolutely it, and you know pre, I, 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 I piss off every engineer i ever crossed like, <laughs> exactly just like pre um digital platforms where artists were forced to press up cds and you know and then their distribution was the best buys and walmarts and i'm pretty sure that process was very expensive that's why a lot of artists started out by selling cds out their trunk or standing mm -hmm. uh, in front of the gas stations or whatever you know what i'm saying like you know whatever your hustle was and you know shout out to whoever decided to to bring the dsps together whether it be spotify title everything to that's a beautiful luxury yeah. for especially as an independent artist hundred percent. I mean, we don't really have to depend on labels anymore as much. And even if you're an independent artist and you only have like 10,000 fans, that's 10,000 people buying your merch, buying into your music, coming to the shows. So, you know, I, I think that it is definitely a luxury and I am very grateful for it. Absolutely. Now, out of all the records that you've recorded and have released on the digital platforms, which one's the most personal for you? Um, out of all the records, yes, I would say uh, "Bottom of the Hill." I dropped this in 2018. There's a song on there um, called "Say a Prayer" that I wrote about my mother's uh, recovery mm. from breast cancer. Um, that would definitely be the most personal record I've ever written. Man, take us through the process of writing that record, if you don't mind. Um, so. I like to write after things are, you know, I find out kind of what's happening. Yeah. Um, I never really write during the situations are happening. So this was like maybe months after uh, we heard that she was in recovery and, you know, we were excited. We wanted to make sure that um, that was the case because, you know, cancer is a scary word. Yes. And uh, 
it was very uh, painful. Definitely a lot of tears writing the record. Um, sometimes I can't listen to it because, you know, music, my music especially, since I really tap in um, and put a lot of thought and heart into what I do, um, it takes me back to that place because my music is like journal entries. If yeah. you listen back from the beginning to now, it's all different parts of me, different parts of my growth. Like you see how I might have thought about, you know, one topic and then how that's evolved now of how I feel about maybe that same topic. Man, it definitely sounds like it's heartfelt. How's your mother is, how's your, I know that was back in 2018. How's your mother doing now? Uh, thank God she's healthy. Man, God Very is healthy. good. God is good. She's lost, uh, she's lost a bunch of weight, so shout out to her, you know? Yes. She's on that, uh, she's on that healthy path. I know that's right. Shout out to shout out to your mom. Like she sounds like she is definitely a strong woman. She's overcame yeah. a lot. And let me tell you, speaking from a woman, as we age, one of the hardest things to do is keep that weight under control. So shout out to her being on her her fitness journey as well. Yes, yes. That Thank is you. amazing. Absolutely. You're very, very welcome. Um, so I know there's a lot of artists out here, whether it be in your city or just around the world, period, who do the same type of music you do, similar. Um, what makes you unique and different from everybody else out here? Um, I would say that I always keep my music me. And, you know, each of us, we might have similar um, ideas. We might have similar personalities. But at the end of the day, you know, we're like a, a fingerprint. You know, we're all unique. Yes. So as long as I'm 100% myself in my music, I am automatically different than everyone else. Mm. And... I'm very transparent in my music. I'm very me, unapologetically, unapologetically yeah. me. I love it. That's a great answer. I, I love when people are unapologetically themselves, you know, and it kind of goes mm -hmm. back and reflects back to when you were in school. You said that people were cracking on you for the music you did. You yeah. said, you know what? I'm doing this, whether you like it or not, period. <laughs> yeah, no. And can't let them get to you. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So throughout your journey of music, what's been like one of your biggest accolades or biggest accomplishments so far? Um, I would say, I think being a staple in Hudson County in my community, as far as, you know, being a very respected artist in the area. Um, and I think to me, I obviously would like to do it for, you know, go nationwide with it, go yeah. global. Yeah. But for me, that's one of the biggest things, because when I started this, um, I really wanted to put Hudson County on the map. There wasn't a lot of us doing this. We didn't have places to perform. Um, we didn't have a lot of artists, like established artists. You know, there was a couple. But uh, now I would honestly say we're like a hotbed for music. Um, thanks to me and a good amount of others, we got together around that time and we started hosting the events. We started... Um, collaborating we started really pushing and polishing our sound and now we have like this hot bed right now man that hudson county is soon to be a nationwide thing i love it and i'm very excited about it and proud to be in the forefront yes that is amazing and that's what you have to do there has to be somebody that is willing to step up to the plate and change the narrative rather than complaining about oh we don't have this or people don't support well then change it yeah. 
<laughs> we gotta, we gotta, you know, create our own opportunities. And if anything, if we can't get to them, make them come to us. Facts. You know, that's another, that's another uh, luxury of having the internet. Man, you don't really have to go anywhere. You preaching <laughs> I mean, right now? At some point, you do, but <laughs> eventually, you do. But to start off, you don't, you don't have. To. Absolutely, absolutely. You're definitely dropping them gems right now. I hope people are taking notes that are listening in. <laughs> So before we get into this record, there's a couple things that um, I want to do. You know, of course, we're going to give out your social media and stuff like that in just a moment. But, you know, for the people who are supporting you, whether they be family, friends or fans, supporters of yours, what's one message that you want to give to them coming from Willie Gonza? Um, a message? Yes. Uh, hi, guys. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Thank you for your endless support. Uh, as far as family and friends, you know, putting up with me and uh, coming out to the shows, grinding out until this point, and they still got my back. I mean, I just got off the phone with some friends and uh, telling me, like, hey, man, you know, I'm tuning in tonight. I'm excited to hear you. And the growth is crazy and, you know, gassing me. So here I, I am, all confident and shit. Abs- I don't know if I can curse. No, you're good. Yes, you can. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but cool. you do have a lot of people from New Jersey tapped in. And we got Tennessee tapped in. We got uh, South Carolina tapped in. We've got ATL tapped in. There's a lot of people tapped in right now listening, um, whether they be people that support you or they're people from the radio station who are now becoming a new fan of yours. Definitely shout out to everybody who took the time to stop through the Hype 87.3 tonight. Uh, we got a special guest going by the name of Willie Gonza checking in. He's got a new album out that you guys need to go get. Uh, make sure you get some Cafe Con Leche to drink along with it, you know, <laughs> like some Cafe Con Beats and Cafe Con Leche, and, you know, <laughs> it's all good. It's a way to start your day. <laughs> it's a beautiful way to start your day. It's the best way to start your day. Big facts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so go ahead and let everybody know where they can follow you and keep up with you on your social platforms. So my Instagram and Twitter is uh, Willie underscore Gonzo, that's W-I-L-L-Y underscore G-O-N-Z-A. And uh, you can go ahead and Google Willie Gonzo, search Willie Gonzo on all streaming platforms, and you'll find all my work, including the latest, Cafe Con Beats. Go stream that. You're going to love it. Absolutely. Now, I, again, as I mentioned a couple times throughout this wonderful conversation that we've been having, that you do have a lot of people tuned in that are listening to you. Um, who do you want to shout out to? Uh, I want to shout out my mom. I want to shout out uh, the Bad Manor crew. You know, DJ Nikki Spins, Dizzy Rambunctious, uh, Sully, that's, I think, recording this right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, my boy, Eddie, Bars de la Plata. And uh, that's all at the top of my head. Shout out to everybody, you know, and if he if he missed you, charge it to the game, not to his heart, because that's one of the hardest <laughs> things to do is remember them shout outs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like deer in headlights. <laughs> I know, like we instantly draw a blank when someone says, give shout outs. You're like, what? Give what? <laughs> oh, shout out Babylon John, of course, producer. So. So, yeah, we can't, f- <laughs> can't forget the producer of the album. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's so dope that you guys did the entire project together. Much respect. Super. 
Incredible experience. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before we get into this record, I got one more question for you. Uh, We are live right here on the Hype 87.3. Of course, it is the industry's most wanted podcast. Industries most And we got Willie Gonza checking in. I need you to go ahead and let everybody know what makes you the industry's most wanted. Um, I have, you know, these crazy punchlines and a dope flow. I got a dope beat selection, dope sound. Um, And I'm funny and easier on the eyes. I know that's right. I love it. That was a great answer. That was a perfect answer. (laughs) definitely you're welcome so i've got this record um called cafeteria la cafetera yeah cafetera yeah well i can't see you got that you got that 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 really dope accent i don't have that i gotta practice and come back to you guys on that (laughs) um we're about to check this out though um is this the lead single off the project uh yes actually i'm dropping the video for it this week I was just going to ask you that. You are in my head tonight. Yeah, I'm checking. <laughs> so the visual is coming ASAP. So you guys can stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. Is your YouTube channel listed under Willie Gonza? It is. Most definitely. So make sure you guys go subscribe to it and turn on the notification bells. That way when he drops yes, new please. videos, you guys can tune in. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, all that. It doesn't take nothing but a couple seconds of your time. YouTube is a completely free platform. You don't have to pay for it. All you got to do is give them three minutes of your time to check out the video, like, subscribe, and comment. There we have That's it. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get into this record tonight. Before we do, is there anything else that you want to make sure that everybody's tuned in, knows about before we check out the song? Yes. Um... I think I'm beat the streaming on all platforms. Go check that out. <laughs> I know that's right. Run that thing up. One more time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them one more time in case they didn't hear it. I think I'm beat the streaming on all platforms. Go check that out. Most definitely. And I also want to say to you, if you are ever, ever down here in the Atlanta area, please let me know. I would love to have oh, you as I'm a guest. Up. That would be amazing. Yeah, that way we can do this in person. You know, come through the studio. We can do this in person. Get that the good videos, all that. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. You make me want to book the flight right now. Hey, go ahead. It's all good. Like, listen, hey, we working over here. (laughs) It's funny that you say that because I had an artist from Chicago. He's an R&B artist, and we've been following each other on social media for a little while. And I extended an invite to him. I said, look, bro, I know you in Chicago, but if you're ever in Atlanta, do you know, like, within two weeks, he had his flight booked and came out here. He was playing no games. I said, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) We got to plan this, then. I got to get out there. Yeah, most definitely and and let me know because you know there's so many things always going on in the city out here for independent artists you know perhaps we can put something together where you know we got to make the most of your time while you're here sounds good yeah for sure definitely well once again thank you for uh, being with us tonight you know we appreciate you shout out to everybody who tuned in tapped in but we're about to get into this record go ahead and give us that introduction this is willie gonzo the bad man and one and you are now about to listen to my single, Cafetera, off the album, Café Con Beats. Let's go. You're locked oh, in with Atlanta's it. hottest hip-hop station. The Hype 87.3. 
Espumita time. Buen día y que no se joda la vida. La cafetera. Not talking about abuelas. La diferencia este se come la carretera. La cafetera. La cafetera. Cook up on the spot, hotter than coffee pots It's Mr. Smokes a lot of pot, off more beans than a coffee shop Grind it up in package, just smelling right through the package Nothing about me average, good guy, couple bad habits <laughs> Nothing less than savage, brain damage been happening Beard game on Bin Laden, don't talk shit, I make it happen Life has felt cinematic, living life like a movie Straight to DVD though, but fuck it, it's still a movie Keep it rolling, engine roaring, sounding like the car's exploding. My neighbors hate me, they curse me out every morning. Mad annoying, so I shift gears and disappear. Smiling from ear to ear, from miles away, you'll hear. La cafetera, not talking about abuelas. La diferencia, este se come la carretera. La cafetera. La cafetera. 180 on 80 West, you pushing 80 at best. Keep it 100, I rock 1200 around my neck. Fuck a stimmy, I don't wish for it like Timmy. That's the hustler in me, fueled by Bustello and Sticky. Healthy nugs, looking like some wealthy fucks, so we keep it tucked. I ain't one to leave shit up to luck. Yeah, I wake up and smell the Folgers. Life's a bitch, then it's over. So till I blow my motor, I ain't pulling over in life. Hey!